0: Good morning, good morning. Welcome to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm your favorite host, LaShawn Reyes, the apartment lady, founder of the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. Okay, so we're going to wrap up this gap report today. uh, And then we're going to wrap it up by kind of going through the states and listing the numbers of affordable, uh, the number of affordable available rental homes per 100, extremely low income renter households. These numbers tell a lot because this is why you can't find an apartment. Then because I want to get to this uh, fact sheet, the Biden Harris administration created a fact sheet um, uh, to protect renters for renter protections. And I definitely want to go into that before this. uh, I'm going to end this episode with that. Okay. All right. So here we are, Alabama. Alabama has 170,000 low, extremely low income renters, and 49 um, available units per every 100. Alaska has uh, 20,291 extremely low income renters, and there are 35 available units per every 100 renters. Arizona has 179,000 plus, and there are 24 units available per every 100 low-income renter. Arkansas has 100,000 plus, and there are 47 available units per every 100 extremely low-income renter. California has 1.3 million, and there are 24 available units per every 100 extremely low-income renter. Colorado has 168,000 and there are 26 um, available units per every 100 extremely low income renter household. Where are we? Connecticut has 142,000 extremely low renter households and there are 37 available units per every 100 extremely low renter household. Delaware has 29,000 extremely low renter um, low income renter household and there are 27 units available per every 100. The District of Columbia has 54,000 extremely low income renter households and there are 40 units available per every 100 extremely low income renter households. Um, Florida has 575,000 extremely low um, income renter households and there are 23 units available for every 100 extremely low income renter household. Georgia has 322,000 extremely low income renter household, and there are 34 available units for every 100 extremely low income Renter household. Hawaii has 41,000 extremely low income renter households, and there are 34 units available per every 100 extremely low income renter household. Illinois, Idaho has 39,000 um, extremely low income renter household, and there are 38 units available per every hundred. Extremely low income renter household. Illinois has four hundred and forty-three thousand extremely low income renter households, and there are thirty-four units available for every one hundred extremely low income renter household. Gonna put household on there. Iowa ninety-five thousand uh, forty units available for every one hundred extremely low income renter. Kansas, 92,000 extremely low income renter households. There are uh, 40 units available per every 100. Kentucky, 165,000 extremely low income renter household, and there are 46 units per every 100 available. So there are 46 units available per every 100 extremely low income uh, renter households. Where are we? That was That was Kentucky. Yep. Louisiana, 187,000 extremely low income renter household, and there are 39 units available per every 100. Uh, Maine, 44,000 extremely low income renter household, and there are 49 units available per every 100 extremely low income. Renter household Maryland, 207,000 extremely low income renters household, and there are 30 units available per every 100 extremely low income renter household. Massachusetts, 313,000 extremely low income renter household, and there are 44 units available per every um, low income renter household. So, you guys, this is it. I mean. I'm going to put the list to this inside the um, description. This is literally it, you guys. This is it. This is the the list. I mean, you need to go and literally look um, look at this. Um, I'm going to try to go through the rest because I definitely want to spend about five minutes on the Biden-Harris plan. Um, let's see, where did we leave off? Maryland, Massachusetts, 313,000 extremely low-income renter households. There are 44 units available for every 100 extremely low-income renter households. Michigan, 301,000 extremely low-income household. There are 36 units available for every 100 extremely low-income household. Uh, Minnesota 167,000 extremely low income household there are 38 units available for every 100 extremely low income household. Mississippi 107,000 extremely low income household there are 51 units available for every 100 extremely low income household. Missouri 204,000 extremely low-income households. There are 44 units available per every 100 low-income rental household Uh, Montana 28,000 extremely low-income households. There are 45 units available per every 100 extremely low-income household Um, Nebraska 65,000 extremely low-income household. There are 38,000 38 units 38,000. 38 units available per every 100 extremely low-income household. Nevada, 101,000 extremely low-income household. And there are 17 units available per every 100 extremely low-income households. New Hampshire, 32,000 extremely low-income households. There are 38 units available. Wait a minute. Let's go back to Nevada. I kind of didn't get that Nevada. 101,000 extremely low-income households. There are 17 units available for every 100 extremely low-income households. Okay. I thought that's what I read. New Hampshire, uh, 32,000 extremely low-income rental household. There are 38 units available for every 100 extremely low-income households. New Jersey, three hundred and twenty-three extremely three hundred and twenty-three thousand extremely low-income household. There are thirty-one units available per every one hundred extremely low-income household. New Mexico, sixty-seven thousand extremely low-income household. There are thirty-six units available per every one hundred um, extremely low-income households. New York. 970,000 extremely low income household. There are 32 units available for every 100 extremely low income households. North Carolina, 343,000 extremely low income households. There are 39 units available for every 100 extremely low income households. North Dakota, 25,000 extremely low income household. There are 50 units available for every 100 extremely low income. Household, North uh, Ohio, four hundred and forty-seven thousand extremely low-income household. There are forty units available for every one hundred extremely low-income household. Oklahoma, one hundred thirty-four thousand unit, one hundred thirty-four thousand extremely low-income household. There are thirty-nine units available for every one hundred extremely low-income household. Oregon, 141,000 extremely low income household. There are 23 units available for every 100 extremely low income household. Pennsylvania, 430,000 extremely low income household, 39 units available for every 100 extremely low income household. Rhode Island, 51,000 extremely low income household. Um, 53 units available per every 100 extremely low income household South Carolina 157,000 extremely low income household 42 units available per every 100 households extremely low income household South Dakota 24,000 extremely low income household 58 units available per every 100 extremely low income household Tennessee Two hundred and seventeen thousand extremely low income household. Forty-one units available per every extreme per every hundred extremely low income household. Um, Texas nine hundred and four thousand extremely low income household. There are twenty-five units available per every hundred of those households. Utah sixty-five thousand extremely low income household. There are thirty-three units available per every hundred of those households. Vermont, 21,000, extremely low income household. There are 35 units available per every 100 of those households. Virginia, 254,000, extremely low income households. There are 32 units available per every 100 of those households. Washington, 242,000, extremely low income households. There are 32 units available per every 100. Uh, where are we? No, there are 28 units in Washington. There are 28 units available for every hundred. West Virginia, 58,000, extremely low-income household. There are 50 units available for every hundred. Wisconsin, 195,000, extremely low-income household. There are 35 units available for every hundred. Wyoming. 17,000, extremely low-income household. There are 41 units available per every 100. So this is why you guys, you're not able to get a place. The unit's just not there. They're not there, and I just read every single state, and not one state had um, 60%. Not one state had 60 units available for every 100, which this is why you cannot find an apartment. And so I've been reading this gap report by the National Low Income Housing Coalition all this week, you guys. And I had told you before um, that other incomes, um, other income brackets will get these units If, you know, because they can afford it and the landlord prefer um, that. That's why those qualifications are three times the rent. They want, because everybody know, if you're living check to check and most extremely low income households are living check to check, then if something happened, an emergency happened, the first thing that you're not gonna pay is the rent. Okay, I mean, and if that's not you, um, you know, that's the norm. And that's why the landlords want you to uh, be making three times the rent. But the thing about that is, think about you making three times the rent. If you are a laborer that's making a minimum wage, minimum wage is not three times the rent, right? And so because the rent is so high with these inflations, it's just impossible for you to make three times the rent. That's why you find pockets of... of um, quote-unquote affordable units in um, impoverished areas, but, you know, those units are uninhabitable, right? But people will rent those units because shelter is a necessity. It's not a need. It's not a want. It is a need. It's not a want. It is a necessity, and everything starts with housing. So next week, we're just going to talk about um, we'll have a couple um, articles to talk about. But really, I just want to talk about, you know, the renters and their their renting credentials and what you can do to start raising your rental credentials. Because guess what? It's not there. The, the units are not there. They're just not there. Okay, let's talk about this Biden and Harris administration. It's going to uh, take me over a bit. Because, right, you know, I want to keep these shows for 15 minutes. This one's going to be about 20 minutes, right? Okay, so it, it says the White House. It, this is a fact sheet from the White House, the briefing room. Um, it says, and they did this July 27, 2023, a fact sheet. Biden-Harris administration takes action to protect renters. It says over 44 million households. We, we already know that. Um, 44 million households in the United States, or roughly 35% of the U.S. population, live in rental housing. Okay, we're just going to read through this. But our nation's rental market is defined by a patchwork of state and local laws and legal processes that leave far too many renters with little recourse when housing providers fail to comply with the laws or the lease agreements, Right? President Biden believes every America deserves access to safe, accessible, and affordable housing reflected in the blueprint for a renter's bill of rights, which outlines principles and best practices at the federal, state, and local level that will strengthen the tenant's protection and increase fairness in the rental market. Okay, so let's just kind of read through this because... I don't have a whole bunch of time, right? So we're going to read the bullet points. Today, the Biden-Harris administration is building on a framework and announcing a series of new concrete actions to protect renters, which include ensuring all renters have an opportunity to address incorrect tenant screening reports. Well, ensuring um, all renters have an opportunity to address incorrect uh, tenant screening reports. I don't know if that's going to really help, right? Because um, all the landlords are going to do is raise the credentials. So if this blueprint does not include the requirements uh, for a rental application, then all they're going to do is raise the credentials. That's not going to help. Okay, keep going providing new funding to support tenant organizing efforts and ensuring that renters are given fair notice in advance of an eviction. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Today's action includes ensuring fair tenant screening practices. Right? So there, um, I'm going to read that and talk about that more next week. It says that they're releasing guidance or best practices to landlords, operators, and stakeholders who rely on tenant screening reports when evaluating applications for renters. The guidance communicates the the administrator's expectations on informing renters of what information in the screening report is responsible for their application being denied. So basically, it's just going to be like a credit report, guys. It's going to be like a credit report. you know you have the right to get a copy of the credit report when you are denied most uh landlords and uh, management companies and so forth they some of them will give it to you a lot of them most of them won't so it's not going to stop you from being denied but you can get access to that credit report right funding uh tenant education outreach so then hood is announcing a 10 million dollars and new funding for um, tenant education and outreach in its properties. So, this right here is not for the market renters, this is for subsidized renters. Right? Um, I'm glad that they're going to be, you know, educating the subsidized renters so that they can uh, raise their income potential and possibly uh, move to market rent when they start making more money, so that the other Uh, Tenants that really need to be in subsidized housing uh, can, uh, so that the other renters that need to be in subsidized housing can actually get there because as long as someone is taking up a unit, that's a unit that's not available, okay? They say providing more time for tenants to avoid eviction. Come on. So basically, this is HUD. HUD has committed to issue a notice of proposed rule marketing that would require that the tenants of public housing and, and, and properties with project-based rental assistance receive a written notice at least 30 days prior to lease termination for non-payment of rent. So that's funny because I, um, I have been seeing that, I have been seeing that, um, several companies in Illinois, they were given 30-day notice for non-payment of rent instead of um, the, you know, a traditional five-day notice or they were given that before the traditional five-day notice. And I'm like, what's going on? So these are market rentals, right? I'm like, what's going on? Is this a new rule or something? Yeah, well, HUD is going to make this a rule for subsidies, but you guys have to understand, the federal government don't have, <laughs> they, they don't have a lot of stake in this uh, market rent. Industry, right? This mark, this 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 market rent housing rental industry. I don't know how. I don't even know how to say it, right? Because that's not even you know. Um, basically, they have a lot to do with HUD, and HUD is basically And you know, HUD, it, it's HUD. Uh, federal HUD is a federal program, and so you already know that HUD only deal with federal mortgages and subsidies. Federal mortgages and subsidies, and so that gap. That that gap. That's why this report that we were talking about all this week—that's—it's called a GAP report because it's dealing with the market renters that is not being, you know, really protected by the federal government. So I don't know if the federal government is going to eventually make hood, you know, over these the market renters or create a new, you know, secretary or a new department for that. But right now, as it stands. This is why you're hearing them talk about you know hood a lot. I mean, but that 30-day notice, I've been seeing that, and the uh, market randoms. I've I've, I've uh, had members come in with those 30-day notices. I don't know. This right here is for hood. I don't know how that's gonna make a big difference. A person know that they're getting ready to be evicted. They know that they haven't paid the rent, right? So I don't know. Increasing resident engagement requirements. This week HUD published. Uh, so this week HUD published a new guidance for public housing authorities and multifamily housing participants. So obviously this is for uh, subsidized housing. And stream renters have a seat at the table. Um, I, okay, announcing major private sector and state state, local action. So basically, one of the private sectors, these are the private sectors that they said was going to get in. They said Zillow next year will launch the ability for its nearly 28 million average monthly unique visitors to search for affordable renters. AffordableHousing.com and Apartments.com. Are y'all, come on, every renter know, every market renter know, that if you, if you research affordable housing right now if you research affordable housing for rent Zillow comes up um, affordablehousing.com comes up apartments.com and a whole bunch of other sites but once you get to those sites there are not there are no affordable housing you get to Zillow they come up first then you get to Zillow there are no affordable housing units there but everybody has been using that using that as a keyword to get on the top of the search engine Zillow has never had affordable housing units. This affordablehousing.com, I don't know where they came from. I've never looked for a unit there. I've tried, it just didn't work. And you know, we have had the second chance rental program at the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation for a decade. I've never found units on Zillow. I've never found units on affordablehousing.com. Zillow is for um, higher income higher level incomes, and medium to higher rates. They are not for low-income renters. They don't even have affordable housing units. They don't even have affordable units for that. So this is a situation where, you know, that's, I mean, that's what it is. When, when people, when, when they make laws for people and they don't include information from people, then this is what you get. I kid you not. I'm gonna leave you with this. Go to Google or whatever your search engine is, and 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 say affordable housing for rent. I kid you not. Zillow, AffordableHousing.com, Apartments.com, and about seven others that I just decided not to even deal with after I clicked each link and didn't receive anything. They, they're, they're right there and there are no affordable housing units available, never has been on Zillow, I've never gotten apartments, 10 years in every state, I've never gotten apartments from these places, so I'm like, this is any case, right, we'll talk about that next week, thank you for listening this is a longer show, you're listening to you, it's time for affordable housing, next week we're going to go over rental credentials, uh, we're going to talk about this White House um, fact sheet a little bit more, but we're going to go over rental credentials and what you can do to be proactive because they're not doing it for you. I've told you too many times, you know, each season I'm telling you that it's really up to you. You're listening to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm LaShonda Raves, The Apartment Lady. Thank you. See you next week.